Hi, I am Okpeolu Adeyemi, and this is the Excellent Subordinate, a series of conversations that will propel you to be excellent assistants, deputies, or a team player in any organization and across every walk of life. You see, too many people confuse being the best with being the first. Thus, whenever most people find themselves on a team as a member or a second-place leader, they recline and don't ever put their best forward. These ought not to be so. So please pay attention as I share in the next few minutes on how we can live our best lives, whether or not we are number one in any setting. Good afternoon, Barista. Yes, good afternoon. Uh, it's such a great pleasure to have you on the show today. Yes, the pleasure is really mine. Yes, you're welcome, sir. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard thing to pin Barista down. I, I legitimately requested for this conversation like four weeks ago. That's okay, sir. All right, so um, on the show today, we will be having Barista talk to us about um, the legal angle to handling sexual harassment on the job. Um, you know what we do is talk about the excellent subordinates and um, basically how we can do all that we can to become excellent even as subordinates, understanding that we are leaders, irrespective. And then we, we realized over the weeks that, I mean, from the feedback that we got, that quite a number of people, one of the major reasons why they cannot perform excellently on the job is because of some of the experiences they've had on other jobs. Sexual harassment being one major one. And, and so we decided to talk about it. Um, so this is a legal lango, and then Barista will be doing a whole lot of justice to that. Um, Barista, it would be a pleasure for you to just tell us a bit about yourself so that our um, followers and listeners can know about you, sir. Over to you, sir. All right. My name is Pemuela Enyayo. Okay. Pemuela is from Penuel. He's from Pemuel. Pemuel Enyayo. I came to do it. I'm a legal practitioner. I'm a senior counsel at uh, Caritas Law and Partners based in Ibadan. I'm also uh, a human rights lawyer and activist, okay. and I'm also a, a public affairs analyst. I, I do public commentaries, you know, on different media uh, forum, uh, fora, you know, yeah. uh, from time to time. Yeah. I think that's a good summary about uh, who I am. Yes, I believe that because I'm sure if I let you go on, uh, we'll be we'll not be done talking about you in the next two hours. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank so, you for your kind words. yeah. Speaking of sexual harassment um, in the workplace, yes. what what would count for sexual harassment, or how can we define this generally? Okay. Now the section uh, order fourteen of the National Industrial Court rules of 2017 did a good job in classifying sexual harassment in the workplace into four, four places, uh, four classes. The first is physical, physical image or physical sexual harassment, and that's the one that involves touch, you know, uh, touch, unsolicited touch, uh, touch in a sexual manner, and um, even rape, it will rape will qualify as a sexual harassment of a physical manner of talk. But although rape still has a criminal, it, still, it, it can be prosecuted under criminal law. 
okay. you know, can be isolated from uh, sexual harassment and prosecuted independently. But today, even if there is rape uh, in the context of workplace, uh, it will still be a sexual harassment, attempted rape. Okay. So anything that is physical in nature that involves touch, uh, that would be. Uh, for example, usually if a particular boss touch the box of an employee, you know, or touch the teeth, I think these are very uh, subtle way of calling those things, I guess. Um, mm. You know, by teeth, I'm talking about touching the breast or something of uh, of uh, the employee. The, the, an employee that is physical, you know. So anything physical can be uh, sexual harassment. Now, what makes it harassment? Is that, and I think I need to say that ahead. What makes it an harassment is that it is unsolicited mm-hmm. or unwelcome. Now, because you see, sometimes we have a challenge drawing a line between what is illegal and what becomes harassment. I even I am I, I want to illustrate it this way. There is no law that says that a boss or an employee, a lecturer, I mean anybody in a power position, cannot fall in love with a subordinate. Okay. There is no law also that says that anyone in a position of authority cannot go out, cannot have consensual, you know, relationship with a subordinate. Okay. There is no law that says that. However, the only place where the line, so we, we have seen situations whereby a lecturer married the students, yeah. you know, uh, yes, some people even became a lecturer when they were still single. Yeah. And eventually they married their students. Mm-hmm. Some people became man- managing directors of their companies while they were single. Even if they were not single, or if they, if they marry, even if they are marrying a second wife, it is nobody's problem as long as it is consensual. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, even if they are having extramarital affairs, yeah. it is not illegal under our law mm-hmm. to have extramarital affairs, especially if you are in the South here. Yeah. Adultery is not an offense in the South, it is in the North. So, extramarital affairs is not against the law. And so, even somebody is having extramarital affairs with a, 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 a secretary or any employee, that's not where the law is offended. Now, where, the, where it becomes sexual harassment is if that those advances are unsolicited or unwanted. Uh, and, you know, and then the person in position of authority continues to persist and disturb the person. Of course, he may not know that the uh, person uh, would not accept his or her advances until he at least tries and makes an advances. You yes. understand? You know, everybody will at least make, even if it is to blink his eyes, something that or to write a note or something, something. there will be yeah. something by which anyone would express okay. his interest. Yeah. Now, if the fellow turns it down, yeah. you know, and then by turning it down, the employee now is threatened, you know, that either his favor will be withdrawn or the uh, boss is promising a, uh, an, a, 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 is promising a, a profit that is over and above what other people in the Kedal of that employee are legally entitled to in that organization, it becomes an harassment, you know. So so I want us to take note of where the line must be drawn, Um, you know. So when the, you know, for instance, if you are even doing a verbal stuff, it's okay. If you are talking about physical touch, 
you, that one you cannot even say let me touch first and say she will accept no that one will be wrong okay. it will be that one will be totally wrong so let me, let me cut you in barista um is sexual harassment gender specific or is it just common to a gender no it's not gender specific although it's more for men to women but we also have for women to men yeah okay. it's not we have women harassing uh, men. Uh, men also at, at work. Yes, we, we have it everywhere. Only okay. that it is always more. I right? check the statistics. You have more from men to women than the other way around. So, right. so, so I like the other other classes of sexual harassment. That's what I was trying to do. Okay. Uh, I just needed to quickly mention the fact that we need to draw a line between what is permissible so that people will not confuse it yeah. uh, with um, you know uh, uh, what is where the line is crossed. Okay. So, Sexual harassment can be physical. Number two, it can be verbal. Yeah. You know. And, and oh, sorry. In the aspect of physical, there are also what you call strip search. When you strip search somebody by a member of the opposite sex, I'm sure you know that that happens. Maybe there is an allegation that something is lost. Oh yeah. Or somebody has stolen something, and then somebody, or you know, in insist on checking another fellow, yeah. you know, and uh, they cannot get a member of the opposite sex to come and do that. Okay. You know, that's, that's also physical. That counts for secular harassment too. Yes, it's an harassment. All totally right. so. Totally so. You know, totally so. Now, uh, then number two, verbal. Okay. Verbal can be by, you know, making very sexually charged jokes. Okay. Or comment, or sexually explicit statements that seem to be compliment towards somebody. Yeah. For instance, I am sure we understand that. I, you know, yeah. uh, you know, in a way that will make the person totally inconvenient. You know, yeah. uh, so that is going to be verbal and can be an harassment. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, a, a boss tells the employee, I need to use examples so yes, you it's can okay. understand. Yeah. That you know that uh, that I love I love your breast I love the shape of your breast. Yeah. That would be sexual harassment. Okay. Yes. That would be an harassment. Yes. That's an explicit uh, 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 verbal statement. Yeah. Yes. You know. And so when you make such statements, uh, or welcome compliments, sexually charged compliments, uh, or jokes, or same jokes. Or unnecessary analysis of somebody's body features and things like that yeah. would qualify as verbal, uh, verbal sexual harassment. Then, three, non verbal. Non verbal, you know, yes, it mustn't be spoken. It could be a gesture. Okay. It could be a gesture that, you know, already, already very clear to, you know, everybody. For instance, uh, those of us who grew in Yoruba land uh, know that when somebody holds his finger, you know, one of you know, of the left hand, you know, could use the thumb and the, the, that one, that next one, you know, the index finger, yeah, the index. Put it together to form to form a circular yeah. shape. Oh, and yeah. then use the index of his right hand yeah. to you know penetrate that, that circular, circular mode. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure that most of us who go in the land understand what that means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if somebody did that to an employee, I'm using as an example. Yeah, that's that's non-verbal now. It is non-verbal, but it is still the same because the person who is the recipient of that communication did that not receive for it. Uh, uh, what exactly 
is being said. So it could be number, but it could be it could be gesture, mm. it could be uh, indecent expression. Okay. You know, what about if somebody in a court asks the employee to come in? Uh, and then let's use uh, a woman now, so that I told you as soon as only me. And then by the time the uh, by the time the employee is coming to the office, the boss's uh, the boss's uh, blouse is already off. Yeah. You know. And then he opens the door and sees the nudity, you know, for which he didn't ask for. Yeah. Maybe the boss is trying to get him into an affair. Yeah. That's also an harassment. It is not proper. Yeah. However, it is as good as. And the last one. Okay, so what's the last one? That's for so. Eh? I said, so what's the last one now? So, yes, the last one. The last one uh, is, uh, you know, I don't want to use the Latin version, but it is to the effect that when you are trying to, you know, that the last one is now when you are either influencing promotion or demotion. It could be positive or negative. Okay. You have either an incentive you know, to be able to get, for example, if you look at it from the, uh, from the perspective of uh, lecturers, yeah. you know, you promise somebody great, great upgrade, yeah. if the person consents, and um, you promise the person a uh, great, uh, great uh, degree, you okay. know, you pay the grade, if the person does not, uh, does consent. not consent, yeah. that is, uh, I'm looking for, I want to get the work out just a moment, so that also qualifies uh, that one is called quid pro quo harassment. You know, quid pro quo harassment. It's a Latin. Quid pro pro. Uh, it's Latin accent. So, but that, what it means is that you are either trying to use favor or disfavor yeah. to influence and coerce somebody. You know, uh, to submit to some form of sexual relationship. So All right, I will start. The podcast will continue very shortly. Please stay tuned. You're welcome back. All right. So when um, now, very quickly, when sexual harassment is established, how does the victim deal? What steps are you supposed to take when it is established? Now, now that we know all four forms, when it is established, how how, how does the victim deal? Uh, well, you see, now there is uh, there is remedy in the national industrial court. It depends on the nature. Uh, sometimes, because of the nature of workplace. You many people, if for instance, your husband does not go as fast rate, you know, if you go as fast rate, that's a whole criminal matter on his own, yeah. all right? But even if these other ones that we mentioned, you know, uh, pressure, social touch, and the likes, uh, remedy exists in the National Industrial Court. The National Industrial Court is actually a special court that is established to take care of labor related matters. Okay. So you file an, you file an action. You file an action in the National Industrial Court. Yes, you file an action in the National Industrial Court. Now, do people do, do people actually yeah. file for these cases in Nigeria now? Do we actually have people file for these cases, really? Well, we do. However, um, however, it is not. Uh, I, I would admit that uh, it's not yet as um, popular as it ought to be. And you know why that is the case. A lot of people are afraid of victimization. Okay. You know, yes, a lot of people are afraid, afraid of victimization. Just like to look at it from the angle of okay. even students, lecturers. Yeah. In how many students, what's the percentage of those who have the courage 
to report their lecturers. You know, because if you report your boss now, uh, if you report your boss, you are suspended. Maybe your appointment will be terminated, uh, uh, you know, and things like that. Or if your appointment is terminated on account of this, you could still get justice. But mm. it's not immediately you get justice. It's not the day that thing happens that justice comes. Yeah. You may spend a few years mm. in court. So most, most times people are really, really afraid. And so that's the reason why we certainly do not have as much uh, as much to uh, uh, this is really of this matter as it does. You know, general, some people will even say, I bet everybody's doing it. Yeah. What, is the, what is the big deal? You know, that's the way some people uh, look at it. But, I, but there are those who nevertheless uh, would not take this and would be ready, they will be also even get to a good prefer to be victimized than to really be uh, a victim that is totally count, you know. Yeah. Okay, so sir, on on an average, like, how long does the process of the litigation and all of the court processes back and forth take before justice is served? Uh, how long? Before justice is done, well, you see, uh, one cannot accurately say that this is how long it will take. Yeah. Uh, you know, one cannot accurately say that. Now, the national industry, but they find that the national industrial court does not take other matters apart from labor-related matters. Okay. It's also a, a it's also good news. Yeah. You know, because it means that the court is less important uh, compared to the regular courts. The regular courts, they take all manner of cases. Of cases, yeah. And that's why the court is just for labor-related labor related matters. So matters yeah. are, are faster, okay, in the courts. You know, but here I now say, this is how that it can take if there is no state fine in a in a year in a year or two, you know, it will be some one you know, one and a half years, two years, you know, uh, it shouldn't be more than two years okay, uh, at the maximum before so, you are um, able to before you uh, get, get justice. justice. Yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't even be up to that because okay. the, a lot of what you do will be by affidavit evidence, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, so it should it shouldn't take so long. Uh, it shouldn't take so long. So that's just a two years maximum. Okay. Okay. So, barista. So, um, if you are done in the national industrial court, anybody is also has a right to appeal. You know, okay. to the court of appeal. You oh, know, that okay. is part of our law. But in any case, in any case, in most cases, we still end at the high court level. You know, at the trial court level. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, sir. Um. Talking about evidence now. How do you gather? such evidence you, you know it's a bit difficult this is um a bit difficult from other type of cases now when especially say uh in a verbal kind of form you know you establish that like four types so let's assume verbal or um gestures something like that or so how do you gather evidence say you are established that okay this is harassment but how do you gather such evidences now so that it will be enough um Stuff to work with. To find, you will have to find a way. Uh, like, you know, the challenge is, for instance, the person sends you messages. Okay, that can be evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, okay, you give it in travel, then you may find a way by which you could uh, get his voice recorded. You know, mm-hmm. as a, because the challenge with a case like this is that. Uh, and you know, uh, offenses that relate to sexual that are sexual in nature, they are often difficult to prosecute because they often occur in private. Yeah. You know, think about rape, for instance. You know, nobody, even the consensual one, is not done in public. Not to talk about the one that is forceful. Yeah. You know, so 
so usually to get eyewitness, um, eyewitness uh, corroboration of your testimony can be difficult. Uh, 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 you know, so that's why you always have to rely on technology. Thank God for technology. Uh, so if the person sends mail, you can use mail. Is admissible. Text messages admissible. Voice call record admissible. Um, you know. Uh, you know, and then maybe you may now also have eyewitnesses. That's okay. also possible. Okay. All of that is also possible. So you just you will, if you know that you want to take actions, you will just have to be smart to and start deliberate about evidence. getting evidence. Yeah. Uh, about getting evidence. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so rounding up, sir. Um, so for people that are, um, you know, that have found themselves in this kind of situation. Or for people that who may likely, you know, find themselves in a situation like that, um, and then generally, what are your last thoughts? Because we know that these things affect how people, um, the productivity level of people on the job. Someone may be going through all of these things, and uh, it's just, so, it's, it's just it's just sad. It's yeah. just sad. So your your but final I, thoughts? Sir. My final thought is that socially speaking, we need to do better as humans. Mm. We need to do better as humans. Now we have stated that. If anybody has, you know, if anybody, all of us, we are, we, you know, even in our own right, even in our own right, we do people everything, people work for us, and all of that. Yeah. You know, we want to see if there's no difference between that and rape. Sincerely speaking, mm. there's no difference between it and rape. People have come to do their work. Yeah. They are looking for their living. Yeah. And then we subject them to such trauma. It's not good. It's wicked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's wicked. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, we need to speak to our each other's culture. Many of the people who hear this uh, podcast are employers. Yeah. And since, I mean, we, know, we need to tell ourselves that it is wicked. Yeah. Now, we have said that it is, we have said that there is room for you to reach out to your, uh, if you, for instance, uh, you love your employee or something, now you can you can reach out. However, for you not to be harassment, you must take clearly yeah. that you have a right not to accept, and it will not affect you in any way yeah. in this organization. But if you know as an employee that you cannot undo your employee telling you that don't make an advance to your employee, right. right. it's an abuse of power. Right. Yes, I know that some people cannot undo that. Uh, they are quite to be deflated or something, yeah. you know. There are people who are matured enough to say, no, the fact, this, uh, the fact that this person doesn't want an affair with me, does not mean, uh, or doesn't want to have a relationship, may not be affair. The person, you may even be single as a boss. Yeah. You want to leave the person already has a relationship somewhere. Yeah. That may be people may be matured enough not to take offense. And But while you are even making the proposal, you need to make it clear to the person so that it won't be harassment that this thing I'm asking you does not have, it's not a it's not a condition for you to remain on your job or to be entitled to all your privileges in this place there will be no consequences if you say no all of that must be made clear yeah. you know so but when it now comes to the fact that they are coercing people because they are they are looking for paid job it's manipulation it is wicked it's it is oppressive <laughs> and, and there is no justification for it and I am speaking like someone who is touched yeah. and I really think and because again our women are the 
most victims. Yes. Of course, men are victims too. And if a woman is listening to this an employer, we must also, you know, speak to ourselves. But because women are more victims, and I am a man, I am really, really taught. We, 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 we shouldn't take our women through those kind of trauma at all. Yeah. But please, we need to, we need to, we need to, we need to look at this. Now, um, I think that the greater part of the, my my admiration should go to the particular power yeah. because what 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 message will I say to uh, an employee? Will we say people should not take jobs anymore? Yeah, we subject to that. People should not do their work anymore. Yeah. Yes, people are doing their work. They are doing their work as they ought to. You know, so uh, to, you know, so guys. No, I don't think that there's any blame that any of the those who have been uh, victims of sexual yeah, sexual, sexual harassment have. Yeah. They don't have any blame to share. They are doing their work. It's the people abusing power that we need to speak to. There's no difference between that and those who are in government and abusing abuse of power is abuse of power. Yeah. When you use your privileged position to manipulate and oppress and suppress people, it is wicked and, and we need to stop it. Then I will encourage more and more people. Uh, okay, maybe that's the message for those who may be who may have been survivors. Yeah. Uh, because some people say we should use what survivor instead of victim. Who <laughs> may have been survivors of such stuff that we need more and more people to be courageous. Okay. You know, uh, uh, you know because look, evil continues to persist as long as good people do nothing. Yes. You know, it may be a sacrifice, but by your own sacrifice. You will be helping other victims to come out, to speak out, and then more and more we will be we will be bringing deterrence uh, to to yes. the practice. So I want to also encourage uh, our legal system is not the best in the world, but we have no other country than here we are. Yeah. The little that still exists can still bring a lot of strategy mm. if we can engage it. All right. Uh, so on a lighter note, barista, if if we ever find um, anyone in this kind of um, situation, we can always contact you for help. Of course, I I went to school to study law. My job is to practice law. Yeah, let us sue the bastard. All right. Uh, it's been a privilege yeah. having and speaking with uh, barista Penella. Thank you so much, Thank sir. We so appreciate much, your time. We trust that the next time we call you uh, on legal matters, you will be available at our back and call. Thank you very, Thank you very much. much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Excellent Subordinate. Remember, being the best at any point is not always about being number one. You can live your best life and put in your best so much the number will not count. So don't forget, after all is said and done, let more be done than said. That is, practice the things that you've heard. That's the most important thing. So we can continue this conversation on Twitter. You can join me at ADME underscore Okwe or you SMS this number 0706-203-1854. That is 0706-203-1854. So for questions, suggestions and clarity, you could also email the excellent subordinate at yahoo.com. Have yourself a great day.